Blog Talk Radio. Say Radio, Alter Eagle Friday. What is it, March 15, 2018? Damn, 19. Let's get this started. Yeah. All right. Tell me your mind just said. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topics. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it, 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 Cole on the line too as well. Say Radio is ultimately the people station where we are able to speak our minds, no censor, no filter, alter ego. Friday is a venting or can be a venting forum. Get some shit off your chest. Remember, we may agree, we may disagree, we may agree to disagree, but the point is to come up with real solutions. In order to come up with real solutions, we've got to deal with real shit, real topics. Real things. So please feel free to call in 646-668-2574. We do not censor any calls. Uh, you just want to listen and don't want to say nothing. We appreciate y'all too. You can just listen at any time by logging on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash D Our Show. Our shows are also on iHeart um, Radio. On Spotify, you can also go directly to our website, d-hournetwork.com. You know, it's been an interesting week. We got so much to discuss tonight. We got Puma on tonight. He was on um, Black Ink New York. We're going to catch up with him to see what's going on, see what happened, why the disconnect happened with him and Caesar, where he's at today, where he's going to go in the future. I'm so curious. I'm so curious about what he has going on. Um, We got the cheating scandal that a lot of these rich folks, mainly rich white folks, got their kids into prestige universities, not because of their their kids' academic credentials. It's because they were paid off. They paid off whoever to get their kids under the radar into these schools, which is unfair. Now that stuff is being brought to the the, uh, forefront. Let's talk about that. Um, we've been talking about the whole R. Kelly thing forever, but if you got some some things you want to get off your chest about the whole R. Kelly thing or anything else, you know what to do. Call in, chime in, 646-668-2574. I'm Miss Sandy. Nicole, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, everybody. How was your week? Um, my week was great. I didn't mean no stress, no worries. Just it was just a good day, good week, good good days in the week. All we need no more complaints those. here. Hmm. We need more of those. You gotta you gotta um like express that you had a great nice week. What made it so great and nice? Um, 
Well, work was nice. I started a new job that I really like. I was a, a new position, rather, um, and it's just it's less stressful, more peace of mind, and I just enjoy it. And it's the first time I could say that in a long time. So that was it. The kids are on spring break this week, and... Um, so that's been kind of peaceful. They're here, but, you know, they don't bother me. They're teenagers. They already broke up with me, so it is what it is. But that's about it. That's My a good thing. space to um, be in because not many yeah. people are in that space. You know, people can, yeah. so they go to work. Some people go to work every day and hate their job. You know, it's yeah. like they get up, go to work. It's like they're living just to pay bills and and just keep it moving. So you got to appreciate when you do have a space where, hey, I love my job. I love doing yeah. this. And that is that is that is a blessing. That's a huge, yeah. huge blessing. Yeah. Huge blessing. I mean, I was one of those people. I would dread going to work. And if my, if my baby fingernail hurt a little bit, oh, I can't go. My finger hurt. <laughs> you know? But... Now I'm in a whole different place, and I think I feel bad about not going if I didn't go. So, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. a good place. Africa. How was your week? Now, how was my week? My week, I you know what? I had a I had an interview. Uh, it was a, it was a real shitty interview. I think it was. Um, Wednesday was it Wednesday or Thursday? Maybe it was Thursday or Tuesday. Maybe it was Tuesday. It was one of these days. And this guy, um, it was at an advertising agency, and he was a real. He, well, I knew you know someone told me not to go to this interview, but I went anyway. Just you know, just to see. I want to see the the format of a lot of advertising agencies and how they're set up and how they're ran. And the best way to get any um, information is probably to get it get in from the inside, you know, mm-hmm. and so that was my mindset, you know, I'm always willing to learn, I'm an I'm a open slate, I'm trying to learn, and so I get in there, and the, and the office is laid out very, you know, funky, like, um, like they, they have clear wall, clear walls, and so they're, they're, um, they're putting their notes on the actual wall, and the pool table, and a um, arcade games all in the facility. So it's really, um, I don't know, modern. That is the thing. And so when I went in there, I'm like, okay. That, that, and it's a younger thing. I'm 44. I'm like, okay, I, this is interesting. I like it. And so when I went in for the interview, the um, the guy, he was like, like a younger, you know, maybe in his 20s, maybe a younger black male. He had a like, you know, a really – you know, a cheap. Well, I felt like it was a cheap three-piece suit on, really cocky. And he was like, "Well, tell me why you better than anyone I'm, I'm interviewing." Well, you know, let me understand. Let me get an understanding. You know, I try to do some research about the company, your your client base, and you know, what are you guys looking for? This is how. This is what I've done. This is what worked for me. I don't know how this is going to apply to your situation. He said, "Well, that doesn't matter." He took my resume and threw it on the floor. He threw it on the floor, and he looked at me. He said, yes. He said, your education, your experience doesn't mean anything here. I want to know how you can fit into our culture. Well, 
you know, I couldn't get much of your culture from your website, so I'm trying to understand your culture. So the more I asked questions, the more he shut down. So one thing which you're not going to do is bully me or force me to shut the fuck up. I need to quite understand that he told me. Then he, eventually he told me, well, you know, this is not even my company. I came in here interviewing for a friend of mine. I already own three companies of myself and this and this and that. I said, oh, okay. This is not for me, but it is what it is. Every, I think every moment is a learning process. I had a, had a good interaction with a Lyft driver. His name was Darius. Never forget him. He said, go with the flow of the energy. The flow of the energy tells you which way you should go. When you try to force something, when you try to force something and you still get it, it's going to be hard for you while you're in it. Think of any relationship, any job or anything. You keep having to force it. And then even if you get into it, you're going to be, it, it's going to be stressful while you're in it. So you have right. to go with the flow. And the flow of that interview, it was like, Sandy, you need to take your ass out the door and leave these motherfuckers alone because this motherfucker has problems. So, but it amazes me by how so many people, you know, have positions like that and they are, they have positions, they have jobs, and he's an asshole. But, you know, it, it just amazes me how so many people, even within our, our, our country as a whole, you know, lawmakers, you go dig into who they really are as individuals, they're fucking assholes. But yet they have, there are positions to create all types of laws. That affect people. Uh-huh. I don't know what your game is. I don't understand it. But, you know, the one positive experience that came out that particular day, it was Tuesday, um, is to go with the flow. Go, go with the flow of the energy. You know what I'm saying? Go with the right. flow of the energy. So I received that. Darius was nice. He was real laid back. His energy was real nice. You know, he's a vegan. He's in the military. He uh, drives Lyft part-time. That day, I there was a he's a mad cool dude, mad cool. So, other than that, um, I had some really kids are doing good. Youngest son, grades are good. Uh, he got a new uh, what do you call it, blood sugar monitor. He has type one diabetes, and um, he's checking it all the time. So I'm happy about that. So it was a lot of progress, a lot of doors opening. So I'm happy. Good. That's yeah. good. Okay, so which yeah. topic you want to tackle first? Girl, I want to top. I want to go and top. Um, um, the the cheating. You know, getting me these rich ass parents getting their kids into these prestigious schools by paying them a lump sum of money. What okay. is your take on I mean, are you really surprised? No, not at all. <laughs> this day and age, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised I mean, at all. When you have the money we, to do that, I mean, they, I mean, they, they, they buy their way into a lot of things. I mean, like I saw someone post. I mean, that's how they got. They won. They won the presidency that way. So I mean, you know, it's. <laughs> It's just unfortunate because when we do it, we get 
convicted. And when we do it, we're we're just trying to just get you in a better school district. We're not even paying for nothing. We just use an address. I'm let me use my my mom's address so my child can get in a better school district. And then you want to prosecute us to the maximum, and that's not fair. But they're actually paying and they're taking scholarship positions that other kids that really deserve it can have, and that's just unfortunate. And it's just, I mean, it's this country is, it's just, I mean, this this stuff has been in the dark, and is everything is coming to the light. But it's just like the more stuff that comes to the light, it's just like this country is going to shit. <laughs> it's like a mockery, you know. Everybody around the country, around the world is probably looking at us and just laughing, like, what is going on in the United States? That used to be a place we wanted to go, but now not so much. So I don't know. I, if I had an out, I don't know if I would take it, but I would explore it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I just um, – it's like one – you know – that one phrase that Jay-Z had said, you can't heal what you can't reveal. So a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff since Trump has, um, President Trump has been president, we've been, like, seeing a lot of truth, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of truth has been coming out. And a lot of it, you know, um, has to do with how people really see black, us, black people. A lot of people, uh, a lot of prejudice, a lot of racism, a lot of unjust, um, unjust, causes and unfair judgments that is, you know, been highlighted and magnified to the 10th power. So it's all in our face now. So now mm-hmm. we're seeing all of this truth, which I'm grateful, you know, we're seeing because we, it, we, in order to deal with it, we got to know about it and they have constant right. evidence about it. But the thing is the same, there needs to be justice, the same amount of justice for all. Like in that national anthem that everybody has a disagreement with, at the end of it, justice for or that American flag, uh, pledge of allegiance, justice for all. We need to apply the same amount of justice to everyone, no matter what their their race, their their gender, their uh, anything. It needs to be fair amongst everyone. And right now, that's not where we're at. But I do like that this stuff is becoming more transparent and in our face because it wasn't in our face under Barack Obama. They're so busy mm-hmm. trying to get him out that we lost. We could focus on no issues that we had going on in the United States. Now we have. I feel like we have people trying to uncover a lot of truth because they figure like we don't like we don't like the things that our current president is doing, let's uncover that. You know, what else is going on? Let's uncover this. We got the Me Too movement. We got this movement. You got this. All this stuff is being brought up. And so we have to look at it and how are we going to deal with it. And um, I'm interested to see how it's going to be dealt with. And of these 50 people or plus people that parents that – you know, the high celebrities that paid for their child or children to get into prestige um, universities and colleges, what's, the, what's going to be re- the repercussion for that? Are they going to have jail time? Are they going to buy their way out of it? Are they going to treat them like, you know, as you said, usually when us minorities, we just, you know, change the address. Are they going to throw the book at, at them as they did us? 
You know, no. is that going to happen? Is it going to be, are they going to be, is there going to be some type of concession? You know, because they are, you know, rich or because they are white. So it's going to be interesting to see how um, the justice system handles, you know, these, this case. Well, it's going to be very interesting. When, when President Obama was in office, um, that's when the country began to reveal itself again. Now that Trump is in office, uh, he's made it more comfortable for them to really come out and show their face. Like they were coming out and they were, you know, that's when it just seemed like a lot of stuff started happening and going on and being revealed. But now they're just out with it and they just don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. And so you can just see at the time, like when President Obama was in the office, it just, you can see it. And now it's, it's, it's. it's just sad. It's really sad. And I, you know, I'm at that point where, you know, sometimes like I, I, I feel like I need to withdraw from social media because social media started to become so draining with everything that's on it. And though you can't run from it, it's actually happening, but it's just like, I'm tired of seeing police officers, uh, attacking black men and women over bullshit. And Mm -hmm. I don't care how much it happens. If that's one thing that I just can't, uh, like some things that happen there. Okay. So they say like the shooting that they had in New Zealand, like these mass shootings that they're having, I guess I could say I'm, I'm kind of numb to those. Right. But every time I scroll through my social media and I'm seeing uh, three male white police officers attack and wrestle a black woman or man down to the ground, that right there, I can't, I'm not numb to that. Like, I feel it, and it, it almost moves me to tears. I'm tired of feeling that way. So that. The other day, I don't know if you felt it, but when um, Instagram and Facebook were down, I was like, what's going on with my phone? I kept restarting my phone, like, damn, my phone is freezing up. But shit, had I really known what was really going on, I probably would have just left it and just took a break, Took took a break for about a week. And I think that's what I'm going to do starting next week. I'm going to find something to redirect my attention um, because it's it's becoming draining. I just need to I need to take a step back for a minute. You know, I'm just tired of seeing it. You know, you know our our old co-host Solo. He said the same thing. So what we do um, sometimes we is we absorb everything we see on social media as is mm-hmm. as if it's happening to us directly mm-hmm. it's going out it's happening right outside our front door and then mm-hmm. we absorb all that hatred that anger and that pain and as our own which you yeah know, if you were to react on things that's just going on in your life that's why i make it a business that see how did your week go how are you feeling and mm-hmm. you improvise that and you know and, and share that i think i think we as a society need that 
you know, that realize what's really going on in our in our world or our world individually. Um, and that's to say that things that's going on in our in our country, our community, or the world is not important because it is. The massacre that happened in New Zealand, that's horrible. Um, mm-hmm. And it's horrible that you, you have so many people that feel the only option is to kill, that they have, mm-hmm. like, these are adults that have a mind. They have a, 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 the ability to speak and to communicate with their words, you know, and they feel that maybe they're not getting heard. There's no other alternative. Um, the only way thing to do is to kill. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, you know, aligns itself with the the reality show things that we have on, on TV right now where you see grown men and women that act like their only way to resolve anything is to throw hands on somebody. You know, right. God forbid if someone goes on live and you start shooting, you have no, there's no way to come up with a solution. Your only option for a solution is to throw hands or to kill. That is a right. sad place for an adult to be, to act like mm-hmm. some children. I got to yeah. go out because you're not doing what I want when I want it. You're not acting the way I want. So the only thing I can do and the only way I can react is to kill you or to put hands on you. That is sad. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and, and you know, it's, that cannot be our society. That cannot be our world. Um, and if you feel like you're, you know, seeing these images and, you know, looking at this information, is you're absorbing that as your own. Don't, as Nick, Nicole has said, just um, remove yourself from social media and absorb what's going on in your space, your world. Look at your children, your family, your congratulations on your new job, Nick. And, you know, absorb that. And I encourage, so when you do, and I, you know, social media I think is really powerful. When you do um, get a chance to take a, take a break and absorb and appreciate your space, your life, and your journey, I encourage everyone to share that things on their, on their private or on social media, period. Share those experiences, post those pictures, spread more of that kind of energy. Um, because all this truth and all this stuff that is going on, you know, I don't think it pays to, you know, mute it and turn a blind eye and act like it's not happening because we're never going to deal with it. You know, imagine right. if you are if you have any kids, if you have any kids, you like, go clean your room up, right? You go look in a room, the bed looks made and stuff like that. But if you really go dig into it, open a closet, shit starts falling out, stuff all under the bed, now you got to go in and get, you got to deal with the real shit, you know what I'm saying, to to make it really clean. So I am happy that everything is coming to the forefront, that we are seeing it. It is an overload. Um, so I feel like if people need to take a, a break and kind of just focus on their, in their world and stuff like that, get that under control. And if it's some good stuff going on, just share that, you know what I'm saying, because we need more of that positive energy out there. I don't know why people are so full of hate right now and so much so anger and feel like that is the only, my only solution is to put hands on you or to kill you. Because that's what's being promoted. The, the president is promoting hate. So when you have, I mean, he said it, 
during his campaign trail, you know, he liked the poor and the uneducated, and those are the people who he can mindfuck into believing what he's preaching. So, you know, and it's easy, it's, and, and that's easy because just look at the type of stuff that, okay, for instance, that we that they put out on social media. Let's just say black Twitter and black social media, you know, that they that they put out and look how we, you know, cling to it and absorb it. So mm-hmm. they're no different than us. We just it's just different issues, you know what I'm saying? You take what you want and from it and how you want to relate to it and then you react to it. And mm-hmm. it's it's just sad because no one's really necessarily thinking for themselves anymore. It's it's all of what you see and and what you read and how do you know that all of what you read is really the truth? Because what you mm-hmm. read, someone is writing it from their opinion and their perspective, mm-hmm. and, and and we're taking that on and we're as if it's facts and as if it's truth. And so it's just it's sometimes it just feels like well all of this stuff that's been going on we're only into March and it just seems like this has been the worst quarter of a year ever and it, it seems like a smokescreen like honestly to me it's something else deeper going on and all of this is a smokescreen because it's distracting everybody from what's behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, with all of that being said, maybe we should get to some music. <laughs> uh, uh, let's lighten this mood. <laughs> lighten this mood. Let's take a step. Y'all, this is Fade Radio. That was Nicole. I miss Sandy. We got Puma coming on. We're going to get caught up with him to see what he is doing right now. He was formerly with uh, Black Ink New York. Uh, let's get into some Cardi B. I love her. Uh, 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 uh. Let me hear you. 
chata.
something Freaky to you, my baby Gotta let me know something Cause I need to know right here Talk about me and Nick about 
things being fair. There needs to be justice for all. You gonna highlight all my shit? You better point out every other motherfucker's done the exact same thing. They have gotten away with it. Well, you wanna? That's all I'm saying. As Miss Sandy, not condoning what R. Kelly has done, and not condoning it all. But his mindset is plagued in every damn. Not every, but a lot of men with the same mindset. So my thing with Hugh Hefner, Elvis Presley, the the lawmakers in Georgia who who passed the law saying that a child 15 is could have sex with an adult. I mean, if we're going to call out one, we need to call out a lot of motherfuckers and bring them to justice. You can't just highlight one and throw the book at that individual and then excuse the rest of them. That's not right. It's not fair. It's not justice. So R. Kelly is very talented. He produced a lot of great music. I would not deal with him individually on a romantic level, but that's just me. My personal opinion, his songs are lit. They're, they're, they are nice. Elvis, nice songs. You know, you excuse him. But if you're going to call out one, you need to do it the same for everyone. If you're so you gonna play you Elvis play next? Child. Uh, Elvis, call them all out. Go digging. You wanna? Yeah, go dig, dig them all out. And all you of Celine Dion's ex-husband. You know, I mean, deceased husband, late husband. I mean, if you wanna call out, you just call them all out. Put them all. But you gonna we we gonna you gonna play Elvis too? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'll well, just yeah, say, I mean, I'll play his music too. Don't get it twisted. I'm gonna play his. But my thing is, no. you can't call no. my shit out. You can't pull up no. the mirror and look at your own shit and make your shit better. You know what I'm saying? You yes, can't call I can. Well, okay, I can put the smoke on the <laughs> mirror, so I ain't gotta look into it. Okay, I ain't gotta yeah. look into it. All right, this <laughs> is Radio. I'm Miss Sandy. This is Nick. That's Nick. We got. I'm hoping this is Puma. Puma? It's, it's, it's me, it's me, it's me. Hey, Puma. <laughs> oh, my Puma. goodness. Oh. Hey. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good. How are, are you? Good? That's great, man. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I'm sorry it took so long. I didn't have the phone number, but I got it now. That's but you, that's great. All that you got it now. Yeah, it's a little miscommunication, but it's all good. We fixed it. Wow. Okay. So, Puma, this is Nick. Uh, Nick with Say Radio. I'm good. Um. So, uh, how's Kwani and Tamia? Uh, they're great. Um, Tamia just got dropped off at Grandma. Kwani is in the room with the newborn, the new baby. I just had a son. What? <laughs> How you sneak that in what? on us like that? <laughs> Yeah, just had a son. I'm I'm done. Got it, my girl. My Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. So what's what's new? What's going on? Will we be able to see you on Black Ink this season? I uh, maybe. Oh. He said I maybe. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's good. Uh, you gotta just keep. You gotta stay tuned in and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, there's some things gonna be happening. You know, it's gonna be all good. Okay, so you with that maybe, with the maybe, then can I ask you, so have you and Caesar reconciled your relationship? Yeah. It's a work in progress. 
Okay. You know what I mean? You gotta, okay. you know, I think the the planet uh, has been asking, so the only thing we can do is keep working at it, and then maybe everybody okay. can get what they want. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I mean you know, I was I hate I hate to see you guys fall out. And, you know, everything just, you know, as the show got bigger, it just seemed like more tension. Like Biggie said, more money, more problems a long time ago. Um, But you guys get, you know, you guys get big, don't forget where you came from, that foundation. And it's, um, and it's, and I do want to see like a happy, and, you know, you know, I want you guys to ride this and when, whenever it does come at two and I want you guys to leave on a, a nice high note and be better individuals that's that's the main thing that's the main thing you know i think i feel like everybody's got to the point where they're happy uh i guess with their success or at least business-wise they they put themselves in position to you know be able to feed their families but now it's just like you said to be better individuals better people because i've always said that it's like you know you're not only just on a tv show but there's people that are watching you you got to really remember that Mm -hmm. and how they Mm -hmm. see you and like even later on in the future what you're gonna be yeah. known as? So. Yeah, so and we were just. You go ahead. I'm so I'm so anxious. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, this is Nick. Okay, so we were just talking about how you know everything that we see on TV, social media, how we absorb it, and we just take that for what it is, and we don't know all the stories. So like with these shows, you know, we we get three minutes of a moment that's edited and and you know made to be exciting and we don't get to see the whole backstory of everything so with everything um that's gone that has gone on on this show how have you guys been able to um i guess uh what's the word i want to use maybe like navigate around it or you know um build off of it or you know like what are the the what have your pros and cons been i guess basically is what i'm trying to say oh okay um well i mean the pros are you you're able to get places that you never was able to you know what i mean you're you have a mm-hmm. name so you're able to open up doors not only for yourself but others you know like mm-hmm. um I blew my mind that somebody could put my name on a application as they styled me or took a picture of me, and that's considered something. You know what I mean? Um, having friends who, you know, may have maybe problems in, like, with the law, and they need somebody who owns a business or something to be able to sign off with them. You know what I mean? To be able to help people—that's mm-hmm. like a problem. Wow! Did you do that? Uh, uh-huh. Con, I would say, is you get no more. Uh, what they call privacy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, the, but like you were saying earlier, the, the human, the human loves uh celebrity. It's the weirdest uh-huh. thing in the planet to me. And I'm like, I guess considered a celebrity, but I don't really consider myself that. Uh-huh. But uh, the way how people gravitate and how they obsess over our lives. And I tell people all the time, you don't even know most of us, you know what I mean? Like, you may, it's funny when people be like, I don't like you, Puma, you know what I mean? Like, they would watch the TV show and tell me they don't like me, and I'm like, but you don't even know me. I'm like, sit with mm-hmm. me for five minutes, and I guarantee I would change your whole perspective. 
how you think mm-hmm. about this TV show and how you think about me. And by the mm-hmm. end of the day, most of the time, they'd be like, wow, you're really awesome, and I like you. And they'd be like, yeah, you like you take a TV show, and it, you let it change your whole, like, thought process on somebody that you don't really even know. You know what I'm saying? That person could probably be your best friend, but just because you see him on a TV show, you don't, you know, think something else of him. That's my question to you. Uh, this is Ms. Sandy. Any event you come back to um, Black Ink, um, New York, and you have a you know a, you know, a family you know a bigger family and yet you know the young kids like how do you think you want to navigate your way because you and now you were seasoned at this you know you were new back then but now you're seasoned and you know you got the new people coming in you got the altercations and the stuff how do you think your reactions are you going to control your actions so that you are giving out that energy to the viewers that you want them to to get of you or well, how do you think that, there's no control that. over that. Well, see, that's the – well, I mean, part – I see, that's the the ill part about television and entertainment, you know what I mean? Like, um, people want you to be real. They want you to be real. I want you to be real on TV. I want you to not fake it so it looks scripted. Be real. So when you show your real emotions, it may not come off mm-hmm. right to most people. But then when you try mm-hmm. to – Navigate and hide your thing and look so fake that to the point where people say it looks scripted. So it's mm. like it's a balance of both, you know. Like you try to be me personally. I like to be on TV and talk on it, like I'm talking to you right now. Let it be as real as possible. You know, let me be honest and okay, I'm going through this. Let me show you what I'm going through, and then let's see how they edit it to make you see it. <laughs> I mean, I can give right. you how I'm giving it. I did how you see it. That's not that's not in my control, you know. Like that's none of that's in anybody's control. Right. Okay. Wow. Let me tell you something. You've grown a lot. You know, I'm saying from the last time I, you know, actually, you know, witnessed you and everything. Like even, I mean, you've grown a, a a great deal. What do you think was the defining moment of that ignited change in you? It was it, you know, the, um, the whole. Well, I mean, I, well, first, anybody who, like, really, really knows me, I was kind of doing my one, two step before TV. I was kind of the popular mm-hmm. one out of everybody. You know, like, I did music. I hosted hip-hop shows. And I was always out in the scene, as they say, the New York City scene. So mm-hmm. seeing the fame wasn't really, like, one of those things to me where I felt like I had to go crazy and wild out. It's just feel like my emotions I let my anger because of I know these people and seeing them start switching up and acting brand new kind of made me angry and I feel like that's what Mm -hmm. a lot of people saw you know what I mean they saw Mm -hmm. me lashing out and they didn't realize because they never knew us they just saw a tv show of us but don't know that we all know each other in real life we wasn't like a a loving hip-hop where it's like a cast of people okay. who don't know each other, they just get put together, you know. We all actually know each other well. We People know each other's mamas and stuff like that. So it was a little different. Cool. So I think, I think I read somewhere that uh, you got your name from um, graffiti. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm from the Bronx, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm anybody, like, I'm really, really into hip-hop music. I'm like a hip-hop head OD, and I grew up around all that stuff. Mm. And, like, one of my first 
like people I used to grow like was around was a group of tattoo artists who were graffiti artists and I hung out around them a lot when I was a kid and I got the name Puma from them and something that just stuck. It's funny. It's weird as hell, but it stuck and everybody just kept calling me Puma and just never left. Started at like 15 years old. Kind of weird. <laughs> so do you draw or anything? Well, I used to like, well, what I used to do music, I didn't really want to be into the tattoo industry at all, to be honest. Mm. But it it just was something I was aroused a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have like a, I guess the gift of creativity, but I really don't tattoo no more. I just own a shop in Harlem and just, you know, okay. give other people, like other people a lot of opportunities. Yeah, there's like a, I have like a whole group of young kids now that I have like learning and just presenting opportunities. My daughter, she sits in the shop and traces. So, you know, it's all oh. about the next generation. That's cool. So how sassy? Are you guys still besties or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually works the shop every day. That's my everyday okay. employee. She's the, the the manager, the head person at the door. So that's pretty much gave her a job, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So would you want your own show outside? Would you want yeah, your own show outside of Black What, our own TV show? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, it would have to be about what I would want it to be about, and I don't know if everybody would want to watch that. You know what I mean? Like my core demographic <laughs> is females, and I do and watch weird stuff, and it may not be for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It could be maybe it's just me being in my brain. Who knows? Uh, me and Kwani did marriage. Me and Kwani did do marriage boot camp, which was a really great experience. We enjoyed that. Yeah, I saw that. I did see that. That was a great experience. I enjoyed it. So it was yeah. cool. But with so, weird stuff, what do you, what do you think is what do you uh, like describe as weird stuff? You like weird stuff. You want to put out weird stuff. What does that mean? Uh, shoot. Uh, about uh, let me see. Art, different forms of art. Uh, the marijuana culture, uh, sports, video mm-hmm. games. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, guy stuff. I guess, but I well, feel you like you know what everything you you feel like. Don't listen to your feelings right now because everything you listed is what's hot. You know what I'm saying? And what I people know. want to see. I, I know, and that's like what people always tell me. I guess it's also like try to be something that I'm. I guess the Aquarius in me. I try to be like a person that's not like everybody else, and it's always finding your thing compared to what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Don't do that because a lot of people don't watch TV no more. They watch YouTube. I realize that. They just watch it. Yeah, I realize that. That's real. Real life. Yeah. So if you could bring mm-hmm. what people navigate to YouTube about onto the TV, especially with marijuana being um, about to be legal in damn near every state, you know, that's an yeah. upcoming, you know, in that aspect and bringing that into a show aspect and then giving real life, you know, information about different grains of different strands or whatever of marijuana, do this and then put that, you know, your 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 thing of you know, just I yeah, well, think I mean, I mean, trust me, I've been I've been in talks, you know what I mean? I have a I have a personality in the have, so you know what I mean, it's it's making it happen, you know. I'm trying to like I said, it's all about navigating through the system now because, like Somebody said earlier, I'm making sure I forgot who said it, but about being seasoned, you know what I mean? I've I've been around it a little bit now, and, mm-hmm. you know, you 
don't want to waste. You know what I mean? Like that's the main thing now. It's like if you're gonna do something, you gotta make sure that you do it correct all the way to the fullest. You know, like um, and that's what it's all about now. You know what I mean? Just making sure if I do it, it's gonna be done to the a one top level that I possibly can do it. You know. Cool. Of your new artists that you have coming into your tattoo, um, and they're young, you know, because a lot of the young, you know, people I see that, you know, even in Black Ink Chicago, Black Ink New York, sometimes they come in with a lot of drama, and they they react sure. in a very dramatic way. Um, Nick and um, I were were talking about earlier. It seems like in this today today's society, we have people reacting, grown adults as people reacting in a very hostile way. Like the the only way to be to resolve any conflict is to throw hands or kill. So, you know, how are you preparing these young um, tattoo artists that come into, you know, to work for you to react, you know, differently? Are you preparing? Is that a mentorship? Yeah, my main thing is that I lead by example. So I tell everybody, don't do what I did. That's what it's all about. But anytime I give anybody advice, I give you advice from something that I personally have done that I made a drastic mistake by doing. You know what I mean? And I tell them, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to try, try it, but it ain't going to work. Trust me, I did it. It wasn't good, you know? And it's, it's all about showing. The main thing I realized about the youth, they don't like listening to people who don't got what they possibly can get. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, nowadays, a kid can make more money than what the average parent can make working uh, nine to five. You know what I mean? A kid can sit on Instagram and make that easily. So right. when they want somebody to talk to, it has to be somebody they feel is worthy or somebody they, okay, he's doing it. So when they see the atmosphere that me and Sassy and all the other artists that work in the shop present, they realize that's something they want. It's, it's in a, a goal. So when you mm-hmm. have a goal that they see, they'll listen because they're trying to achieve what you have. You know, it's really all about sometimes a lot of people, even, even with me, when I was younger, I didn't like listening to nobody where I felt they didn't have what I wanted. It's all about mm-hmm. listening to people that, you know, are doing what you're looking for. And that's what it's about. So now what I made them a Oh, what what if I do? I never like people that are holier than thou. Like I'm, a, I've never been holier than you. Can't tell me because you ain't never made mistakes, apparently. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for you to say I've been there, done that. Listen to me. I understand. It's not that you coming down and chastising you because you you you're not perfect like me. No, I've been there. I've done that. No, and no, I here been, I am. I tell people all the time. I'm, no, everybody who knows like people who are in this shop, I don't even like them calling me boss. Don't call me none of that crap. You know what I mean? Don't use that term with me. Like we're we're all here together. And you know what I mean? At the end of the day it's it's mainly like I said, I like to show like me, I guess as the the martyr. I guess that's how you can say it. Like I I would throw myself out there so you could see like this is not good. Like like look at me, it's not good, you know what I'm saying? So just no not the direction to go, you know what I mean? Like watch, oh, you wanna try that? Let me do it first. And see, look, this ain't good. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird, but I guess that's how I. It's been working for me. You know, I guess. Yeah. So you're like hey. a parent. You're like, let me catch you before you fall, 
yeah. just listen oh, yeah, to me. I promise you, I'm leading you right. Just, you know, don't go down that path. Yeah, I get it. And, and I tell and my I son show, that I'm I, I, I legit show them, like, you know, you can see it. Like, I'll let you see me screaming. Like, you want to see the stresses that I deal with? Look, I'm yelling at a manager. I'm yelling at a lawyer. I'm yelling at a TV producer. Look at the bullshit that I'm going through. You don't want no parts of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, explaining it. Like, it's not as easy as you think. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks it's. It's a grand old time, and it's like, no, it sucks. You know what I mean? It's hard. And yeah. you try to explain to everybody, like, let them see it firsthand. Yeah. So we you always know, ask a question, and our question is, um, um, where have you been, where are you now, and where are you going? So um, where have you been, where are you now, and where are you going? Or where would you like to see yourself go? Okay, where have I been? I've been to Hawaii before. That's been pretty awesome. That was a great experience. Not in, we're talking about in your career, sir. In life. In life. Oh, in oh, I thought you were going to say it, Radio. Who was introduced to us? I'm Black sorry. You know what I mean? I thought that was direct. You know what I mean? I'm not bad. My bad. MTV. Where have I been? I've, okay, I got you. I've been at the very, very bottom of the barrel, which is like the worst place you could possibly be. I'm from the Bronx. I have seen, you know, like the childhood that most of uh, some kids have, like, you know what I mean, that everybody feel really bad for the, the horrible childhood that most of us had. I pretty much had mm-hmm. that. Bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Where am I now? I'm a father. I'm a parent. Uh, I got kids. I got a wife. I'm like an adult. <laughs> Where am I going? I am trying to be a bigger entrepreneur than I am. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to a level where I feel it's bigger than what most people would not think, and I feel that I can achieve it. Okay. I think That's, I answered that. that, was, that great. Did I answer that? You correctly? did. You did. That okay. was good. That was good. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't. You know, I was hoping I answered that correctly. Yeah, that Look was at that good. Back. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, I was so direct earlier. Um, like, shit, I, well, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go years. to the moon if I could. But that is good. So tell us how we can find you via social media and all that good stuff. Uh, well, Puma213, that is me on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, that's mm-hmm. Twitter, Puma Robinson on Facebook, um, Art to Ink Studios, that's the Instagram, Art to Ink Studios.com is the website. Um, I'm out here, you know what I mean? I might be on your TV screen sooner than later. And uh, uh-huh. you know, just keep paying attention, you know what I'm saying? Uh, things are going to be going in a great direction word all right no, anything in, in closing we here at say radio are team puma all day long all day long yeah. uh, we're part of the d hour network family you are now a part of the d hour network family any events and things you got coming on we'll gladly promote it on our website uh d-hournetwork.com oh, we, we we team Puma, but it said bounce back 2019. 
you that's know, what it's all about. Whether I, 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 I like mm-hmm. after today, I had a stressful day, but it's yeah, bounce back twenty nineteen. Word, I will co-sign that word. Things are looking yeah. up the mm-hmm. Black soldier, I had to come back in 2019. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I might have to that give my soldier boy on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. Drake. Drake. What? Puma. What? Puma. Drake. 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 <laughs> well, thank you. Puma, thank you so much for no um, making no time I really for us. No appreciate you guys having me on the show. Thank you. No problem. And, and thank you, and we wish you all the best to you and your family, and congratulations again on that new baby boy. And uh, we'll see you uh, this season. Um, <laughs> Something like yeah, that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I thank you. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. You All too. Right, you too. All right. Bye bye. Awesome conversation with Pumas. Awesome, awesome conversation. And know that any guest that comes on to say it radio or any D Hour Network uh, radio show is a part of the D Hour Network family, which we're so proud to be on. We are in our second hour. We got the question of the day with Mark. I want to say, I'm going to pause on that. It is a dragon, dragon slayer. The dragon slayer. <laughs> Let me get my life right. The dragon slayer. You guys want to tune in, get something to say, please call in 646-668-2574. Or you just want to listen, by all means, continue to listen, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash the hour show. That's where you can listen live. Shows will be up a little bit later on our, our website, iHeart and Spotify. But we have the Dragon Slayer, the question that's going to make our head hurt. Mm. <laughs> but um, what's our question of the day? <laughs> you know, a lot of times we're in relationships. Hello, family. How y'all doing? Hey, we're good. We're good. Blessed and highly good. saved. Uh, good, I can tell. I can tell. You seem like you have a great show. Great show. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, as we get involved in relationships, we, un- we understand a lot of times things change once there's uh, intimate activities, specifically sexual activities. So the question of the day is, we all know women hold their own, but should a man be required to pay a woman's bills just because they are have a sexual relationship or an intimate relationship? So that's the question. So, so should a man be required? Say the question. Well, okay, say the question one more time, and then we're going to go into listen to some music, give people a chance to to, re, to reflect, think about it. Nick, you're going to give your um, response. I'm definitely going to give my two cents. Dragon Slayer, what's that question one more time? Uh, we all know that women hold their own. But should a man be required to pay a woman's bills just because they have a sexual relationship? Uh, translation. We in this sexual relationship. I got some I got some I got some bills that need to get paid since we fucking uh, is he required to help me pay my bills? Is the Absolutely. question of the day. Say your radio. Please chime in. You got something to say? Six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Let's get into some music. This is that J Cole Middle Child. You good, T Money? 
Niggas and count me out for counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty. My sneakers is dirty. But that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag. It's hard as it get. I do not throw powder. I might take a sip. I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends. I love them to death. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread if my niggas is broke? What good is first class if my niggas can't that's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never beef with a nigga for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, it's death in the change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you no money won't erase the pain To the OGs, I'm thanking you now I was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the greats, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game is off balance, I'm back on my shit. The Billy is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money. I'm little bro and big bro all at once Just left the lab with young 21 Savage I'm about to go on me, jigger for lunch Had a long talk with the young nigga Kodak Reminded me of young niggas from Ville Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many niggas in cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we got a heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we set up the fair I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail, nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your palm will make you real Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand don't make you real Pockets 
shot like shawty ass Jumping away, gotta get this gas Put that shit in drive, I'm live like ammunition No permission needed, I proceeded to accelerate Had days with hella hate, but gotta let that anger migrate All this shit that's on my plate That food for thought that can't be bought But only thought and on the real no, I can't get much
world, I fight too, I fight myself I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorstep Life is living hell, puddles of blood in the street Shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief Earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks The poor run with smoke lungs and scar face Who need a hero? Hero You need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero Who on the front lines at ground zero? Hero My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle Mass destruction and mass corruption, the souls are suffering men Clutching on deaf ears again, rapture is coming It's all prophecy and if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good Then that's what it gotta be It is 
hard for me to ask anyone to do anything for me. So me personally, I don't I don't expect for anyone to help me pay my bills. My bills got to get paid whether I'm with you or I'm not with you. Now, mm. if you offer to help me out with something, then that's, you know, that's on you. Um, but I'm just, I'm, my mother always taught me you can only depend on yourself. So that's who I depend on. I solely depend on myself, take care of me and my kids and my bills. Now, I've had this discussion with a lot of different females ranging in different ages and some and I know it to be true that a lot of females feel like well you know well I'm I'm giving you all of the the benefits of being like your wife or whatever so I'm a strong I'm a black woman I'm out here and I got kids and I work hard and I'm taking care of this and that at least you could do is offer to help me pay my bills no sweetheart your bills got to get paid whether you fucking him or you're not, uh, whether he's in the picture or he's not. Your bills got to get paid. So pay your bills. My thing is I keep you on reserve. So, you know, like if my back is against the wall and I ask, I really need it, but not just off the strength of a deposit for some pussy. I put it like that. And, and Ooh, that's right. That's my that's my opinion. That's my view on it. Well, if I'm fucking you, you gotta pay my my bills. So that's a deposit on pussy. So basically, you selling yourself to get a bill paid, and I just I I can't because that costs too much. I never want someone to come back to me and say I did this for you, I did that for you. No, you didn't do nothing for me. I did it myself. If you wanted to help me, that's fine. But I don't expect you to do nothing, nothing as far as that goes for me. That's mm, just okay. me, mm. and I bump heads with people a lot. I think Sandy a little may feel a little different, but, you know, I mean, go ahead, girl. <laughs> yeah. This is me, Sandy. You know, I, this is what I feel. You know, I, the whole required you know, um, I don't like the word required in that question. You know, they don't require the word required. However, I do believe when you are in a relationship, okay, not just dating, you dating somebody here and there, whatever you guys hook up, but you are in a relationship with um, this man, women, I'm talking to you, or, you know, anybody, if you are dating anybody, this man, women, if you are in a relationship with this person and you are a a need of a certain thing, element that you cannot, you know, fulfill at that moment by yourself. Therefore, as your relationship partner, you, that person, if they're in the position to help you, they should. You know what I'm saying? They should help. If they're fit, they're, they, they're financially or physically or whatever not really able to help you, that's what it is. However, when you are in this sexual relationship with this person and you find yourself in need of something, okay, your first go-to person will be that person that you are very intimate and you're sharing all types of 
um, intimate moments with that person because I think it's, as a relationship, you guys are building to grow somewhere to help each other out. Just like you are you're on a team, you cannot win the game by yourself. You have your offense, you have your defense. And on each side, they have different positions. You have your forward, you have your uh, small forward, you have your guard. You, have, you know, you have different roles. You can't play all the positions by yourself. And, you know, unfortunately, as a single mother, a lot we're required to, as a single father, we're required to. But we, we, when we make the decision to incorporate someone else into our lives, that incorporation is, I don't want to do it all by myself anymore. I want to see how we can incorporate each other into each other's lives so I can help you out in areas that you fall short, and you can help me out in areas I fall short and kind of alleviate some of the pressure that we're carrying by ourselves. And if you cannot do that as you come being in my life, what the fuck are you here for? It's pointless. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely That pointless. came from your soul. Like, that, I feel so funny. <laughs> 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 if I can interject, um, <clears throat> a lot of times in the, uh, in the responses, people get caught up on the uh, – Required statement. So let me undress and unpack required. So a lot of times, you know, we don't know the the specifics of each other's finances a lot of times in most relationships. We don't know if there's emerging expenses or not. So that being the case, if you have a need and you request this man who you perceive as having the money and he says no, Mm -hmm. first time, second time, fifth time, then what is your attitude from then? Uh, are you I'm disengaging. I'm disengaging. Okay. For me, so, Miss Sandy, okay. I'm disengaging. Be... It's, it's pointless for me to fuck with him. Okay. Okay. Why? Hold on. So, at that point, wait a minute. Hold on a second. So, if that point is I'm going to disengage because I perceive him to have the money and he is yet to give it to me or help me out, then you you take the position as required. Because you have this expectation. Well, it's not a requirement. You know, the perceive they have money. I sent up this. I don't know if you you've seen it. I sent this out into um you did. into our say it radio group. Okay, and so in that group, that mess, that video, this man took this woman out to an expensive restaurant. Right, the bill came to five hundred dollars. He was bragging. He's like, oh, it's no thing. I gave the waiter, the owner of the restaurant, a huge tip and this and that. So he spent all this money on her for dinner. Okay. And so they were on their way walking, and they got stopped by a man selling some flowers. Here, these like you know, your beautiful woman deserves some flowers. I'm selling these flowers for twenty dollars. And the guy was like, mm, "I'll give you ten dollars for it." The guy was like, "You know, I appreciate anything you can give me. I'm using this money to feed my son." Then the guy said, "You know, I'm gonna give you five dollars for the flowers." So that guy trying to feed his his son. Took the five dollars, the guy, and gave him the the um the big spender, the 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 bouquet of roses, and tried to give it to the woman. The woman said, "No, you're doing this to see." So if I see a man, he and I feel like he has the money, and I'm actually in need. And Nick said before, if I ask, it's because I really need it. Okay, I for the most part, I handle my own shit. But if I'm asking because I really need it, and you are spending all this money to flash and to front on me. But yet, when you see somebody that really needs it and your answer is no, 
I have a problem with your character. That's not who you are. I don't want to fuck with a man like that. His character is fucked up. You in a position to really help somebody in need and you opt to say no, that's a reflection of his character. Okay. That is so let me so so let me interject real quick. Let me say this. This is Nick. So here's the thing. <laughs> Females engage with guys thinking that guys are going to save them. So you fucking him, but you don't really know what his, let's say, you don't know what his financial situation is. So you can't automatically expect, okay, just because you fucking him, he's supposed to help you pay your bills or or whatever. He, he might be in just as much debt as you're in, and that's the but problem. You, know, that's, you mentioned that in the example I gave. This I mean, man, I got your example. Like, right, example. You're taking me on expensive, you know, dinners, expensive trips. And in her mind, you know, maybe he can help me out because these meals I don't need. I don't need a $500 meal. I don't need to go on this, but I really need this aspect. But I also believe in it's unfair. It's, no one should um, put in withdrawals before they gave real deposits. So if you just meeting a guy and you're just dating and you're requesting these big ass withdrawals, I'm withdrawing from you. And yet you have yet to put any real deposits into that friendship and into that relationship. I think that is unfair. But my whole analogy, if you are dating this person exclusively, you guys are dating this person, you're this person exclusively, you guys are building to go somewhere, somewhere meaning I'm thinking marriage. So I got to incorporate how, we can help each other. So if I feel, and um, Dragon Slayer's analogy is, you know, you're sensing his 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 financial his financial ability based on the things he's done on your dates and stuff like that. And you're seeing that hey, we go out, he's spending five hundred, he's spending a hundred dollars on bottles and stuff like that. That's where you kind of would sense. You know, now I'm in the jam. Maybe I need help on my mortgage. Maybe I need help with this. I'm gonna go ahead and so ask you, him. So you're counting and his you money. Are you, but either way, but you, at that point, you know, at that point, if this is your friend, because I'm, I've been in this situation, and I wasn't even dating this guy, and I, and I'm, and I, and I needed help on my rent, and I was, I didn't want to ask because I don't want to ask. I want to be that woman. But I did ask, and so when I was asking him, he was like, Sandy, what do you need? And I was beating around the bush. I was like, I need help with my, my rent. He said, how much? Like, he was so to the point. He a, he, a man about his business, how much? And I was like, you know, um, at first I was like, well, I need to have, knowing I need the whole thing at the time. And I was like, the $1,200, whatever it was. And he was like, do you want me to put, put that in your account, or do you want me to meet you up? And I'm like, but look, hold on. I don't know when I'm going to be able to pay you back. He was like, okay. So, but he gave me the money in cash, and he said, Sandy, when you get in a position to help someone else, you help them. That's how he told me to repay him. You get in a position to help. So my thing is if you are with a man or woman, and this is your exclusive person that you are dating, you are building, you guys are supposed to be a team. And if ever you are in need and your spouse, your soon-to-be significant other or whoever is in a position to help you, they should want to help you because helping you helps them, period. And if they cannot see that, that then that's the person you should not be with. 
But we've already had this this conversation. We've already had this conversation about these microwave relationships, how people start, they, they fuck first, and then they try to get to know each other later. So now you're already right. engaged and connected by just having started out with having sex. And then, then, and, and don't get it twisted because it's been situations where I've gone out with guys and they've splurged on, on a dinner date or whatever, only to find out later that they didn't really have it. So I'm going into the situation thinking, okay, we equally yoked only to find out they broke as hell. So and and it was assuming it was the perception on him. He might have had it that day, and he might have scheduled a date to take me out that day because he had it. But okay, stuff came up, and and guys are so prideful; they don't like to talk about their finances to their woman, especially if you're a no. woman that's doing um well or they perceive you to be doing well like for instance i've been on my job 21 years i got a good job so guys look at me like well she's stable and she doing the damn thing they don't know if i'm living check to check i got a home i take care of my kids my car is decent i carry myself you know i dress well or whatever so i might be they might look at me as a come up or somebody look at me as she's well put together, I have to be able to match her. So these conversations are not being had. Everybody is assuming, and they're not talking. No, they're not. And, and a lot of times, like you were saying, this Nick, is that, you know, people jump into relationships so quick. You know, they jump in to have sex first, and then the commitment comes later. And then you, you're dealing with a bunch of perceptions about, you know, he should have money or there's some expectations of how people should betray themselves in relationships, especially in times of need. And a lot of times this happens when women become intimately uh, engaged in a relationship with a man, which comes first, and you don't know anything about his finance because most people are not like, let me see your balance sheet. Most uh-huh. women are not doing that. Uh, among other things, I, I encourage you once there's a commitment, you need to know how what you're getting into. Does he have child support? Is he behind on child support? Could he be uh, mm-hmm. basically caught and put in jail because of it? Does he have a bankruptcy? Mm-hmm. So if you're not in bankruptcy and he's in bankruptcy and struggling just because he's flashing $500 or $200 or he took you out for an expensive date, that doesn't mean that he actually has the money. That means that basically he is a, a poor steward of his money. And before we start having these expectations, we need to, number one, define the relationship. Because in some cases, women feel that just because I'm having sex with you, then basically I have leverage to have access to all your resources, which I really don't know what resources you have. And so we, there, there needs to be number one. Go ahead. No, I'm to the whole sex thing. I said my thing is about we're in a relationship. So you have to get past the representative. You have to get past the flashy dates and that whole facade. You know, and in my sense, I don't think anyone, when you're dating someone or trying to get to know someone, they're obligated to do anything. But I feel like when you're in an exclusive relationship with someone, yeah, there's there's a there there comes a responsibility with that. If they have kids or whatever, we're in a responsibility. We're trying to grow to be at a certain place. So you got to, you know, to find out where you're, where you can be a better fit to help them be a, you know, be a better person and they can figure out where they can be at to help elevate you as well. Now you're a team and we're trying to grow to be something better than what we are. 
And so you disclose yeah. those financials and hey, this is this is where I'm at, this is where I'm at, you know, and we can help each other. Let's grow together. So that's what I feel like. Now the dating scene, you're just dating, he's trying to be impressive and all that other bullshit. And that's flashy. No one's obligated to do anything except keep your word. If you make plans, keep your word. You follow through with your goddamn plans. But um and communicate if you can't. But that's that basic thing. But if you're in an exclusive relationship, yes, and if you are in need of whatever, hey, I need someone to pick up my, you know, my son or daughters for whatever from daycare, I can you swing by and help them and get picked them up. Or, you know, you pick them up, go take them to lunch or whatever, whatever. You should, they should, you should be the first go-to person they could do to ask for that. You know, oh, my yeah. mom needs, you know, needs me to do uh, that. What's now we're a team. That's not the we're topic. A team. We're a team. That ain't the no, topic. but the team is. But the thing <laughs> is, you're a team. If you're an exclusive relationship, you guys become a, a team, and you're building the topic something. Is so if you are sexual relationship. The topic is it sexual sex- relationship. Was it sex- not not was exclusive? The- is sexual? Okay, that Dragon could be players. friends with benefits. What was the question again? What was the question? What was the question? So sexual <laughs> or exclusive? Because, you know, sexual, sexual, you can just randomly fuck anybody. You can't sexual. hold anybody to me. Just a sexual, you cannot hold any sexual fucking random fuck relationship to any expectation. That's unfair. Explosive relationships, do. yes. Yeah, but it's pervasive. It's, it really is. There's a lot of women out there is like, listen, you know, I know it's a mutual act, but it seems like, you know, this was more for you. And now I'm expecting you to pay these light bills from three months ago. Well, listen, I didn't even know who you were. Matter of fact, you could have been sleeping with somebody else, and I'm paying light bills for their benefit? I think no. And so those kind mm-hmm. of things happen in relationships because people are struggling. You know, obviously no, you, you shouldn't can, be involved in you it. You said relationship. That's uh-huh. where it's confusing. These are just fuck ships. So if you have fuck ship or your relationship. So things that are required every, in a fuckship is that you give good dick and good pussy. So therefore, if it's just a fuckship and dating ship, that is that was required. But what was required in an exclusive relationship is totally different. Well, everything good is a thing. relationship. Everything is a relationship as how how you relate to people. Now, there's maybe different categories of relationships, but everything is a relationship. How you relate to one person or another, whether it's casual or intense. And so, you know, yeah, you know, you, we have a casual or sexual relationship. And so, you know, define goals and understanding each other and responsibilities inside the relationship, whether it's committed or casual, need to be explored. If it changes along the way, feelings grow, conversations need to be discussed. But in any case, no matter who you know, we need to understand what the boundaries are. Okay, listen, I know I'm dating you exclusively, so I'm going to need you to pick up my kids. Are you cool with that? There may be three days out of the week. No, I'm not cool with that. I ain't trying to – I don't want no kids. I don't even like kids. You don't want him to pick up your kids? got to have that conversation. And we don't have conversations. It's like the third question out of everybody is like, okay, uh, do you have a condom? That's the third question of meeting somebody. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's unfortunate because we don't get to know each other. And let's, like Nick said, it's a microwave society. We want things fast. You know, we go through Facebook really fast and jump from subject to subject. We don't invest each other. Conversations are poor amongst men. And so if that's the case, it's like, why you D? What are you doing? Which basically uh-huh. means this is a booty text. 
And so I don't care what you're doing right now, as long as I'm available or we are available to do what we want to most immediately. Yep. So I'd like to hear anybody who may call in, if someone calls in and Mm -hmm. has a question, and, and tell me what they think. If we can get some callers, whoever's listening. Yeah, that, that would be ideal. Call in 646-668-2574. The question is, uh, in a sexual relationship, is a man or woman required to be financially responsible for their significant, the person they're dealing with, um, their bills and other financial expenses, you know, um, just in a casual sexual relationship kind of fashion? Are they required to? You know, um, you're laying down, you're having sex, and then you find yourself in a bind. So you go to the person that you're fucking and say, "Hey, I need help with this." Should that person be required to help you out financially um, through that that rough patch? Um, and uh, for the consist- consensus I gather here is, you know. <laughs> You know, <laughs> they should not be required because that is your responsibility. And if they decide yeah. that they, if you're, the person that you're fucking, they say, no, I don't, you know, I don't, then um, you should not take that in a negative sense, a negative way. Because whether you're fucking that person or not, you would still have those responsibilities and you should figure out a way to um, handle that responsibility. We have a caller, 773. You're on live with Say It Radio. Uh, you got Dragon Slayer, Nick Cole, me, Miss Sandy. What is your two cents regarding this topic? Hello, everyone. How are you? Hi. Amazing, my man. Much respect to you, my brother. Yes. Yes, this is. Yes, this is. This is Sly. And I've been listening to you, um, your conversation, and I love the question. I think it is an amazing question um, to agree with the two that say, no, you cannot expect or have it be required that bills be paid. Um, There are several women out there that do require that and do expect that. And what I've found... Um, in my 40 plus years being on this earth are that most of those women don't have their shit together and so they're just looking for a charity case and so when they have the women that have their stuff together they're not looking for a handout if anything they're looking to be a blessing to that man and if they're really feeling him they help him get his shit together if it's not um, or they help him get to that next level. That's my two cents. Yeah, they help each huh. other, my man. Uh, much respect for that comment, but, you know, we all have a responsibility to encourage, drive, push each other to to the next level. And when that process becomes complicated, you might have to ask yourself each other some hard questions about the direction of that relationship. Those things happen, and it's okay to be misaligned. It's okay to uh-huh. get down the relationship three and four months mm-hmm. and say, hey, listen, I got a wheel, a U-turn in my life, and we're going to just reassess our relationship to where it's not what we originally intended and just back up. Mm-hmm. Let's remain friendly at least and forgive each other. Right. And, uh, not evil, 
evenly yoked. And this is Miss Sandy. I'm going to speak. I talk to guys that are very financially very secure. And I would say, well, like, what if that woman is not as financially secure as you? Would that deter you from what, you know, wanting? He was, you know, they were like, no, not at all. You know, I'm, I'm always going to help out where I can. And that's that mindset. It's, it's, it's not a big deal for them, for men that are that financially secure. So, and, and I'm, you know, my, my response as was coming from these people are, they're actually in a relationship. And the general question was just in a sexual, we're just fucking. And just because we're fucking, are you required? No, that requirement, no, you're not required to do anything. But if you are in a, you know, one-on-one monogamous, we're doing this. It's just me and you. I think there should be some obligation and responsibility on both parties. I'm going to step in and, and get, help you where I can, and I'm, you you are required to step in and help me where you can. So we're a team, and we're going to keep elevating. Now, just a sexual, we're just right. fucking and just randomly connecting. No, there's no requirement um, on either parts unless if their feelings develop as Dragon Slayer was saying, if feelings further develop then we are then we need to communicate that. You know, I'm growing feelings for you. I don't want to see anyone else. I want us to explore, you know, I got some issues. This is what I got, you know, kinda of going on in my life and this and that. And can we are we gonna elevate it or we or we can't? That's where the communication yeah. needs to come in. And you know, I I wanna say one thing, um you you said that once the feeling's starting to grow, that that's mm-hmm. something that's required. And you said it's required on both parts. And I would disagree with that. I don't think that it's required. I think that's something that you would want, you would expect, but I don't necessarily require that. Because as Nick said before, my bills are my bills. So whether you're there or not there, I still have to pay them. And if I hit a rough patch and you are my number one, then I would like for you to be in that situation to help me. But as both of them said, what if we're both hitting a rough patch at the same time? So then you communicate uh, any that. Long, no, you communicate any, that. Any, no, listen. Any long. You communicate on, any, that. You can't give something that you don't have which is understandable. But the thing is, you know, I can't give you, but if I had it, I would, because I hate to see you struggle. Especially if I'm in the position to help you, I would want to see you. You know, I want to help you because I love you. I want to grow with you. That should be that mindset. But if you're physically or financially or whatever not in the position to help that person, that person that loves you, they can see that and understand and respect your space, period. Right. But what I'm saying is when you you said earlier that if someone wasn't able to help you or they weren't there for you, then you you, you check out. You said that earlier. No, you didn't hear the rest so, of that. Let me, I'm going to clarify that, say, radio, this would happen. And and I had to assess this because Dragon Slayer said, you asked him to um, for help, and he said no the first time, second time, third time, 15 times, whatever. Then I post an analogy which I, you know, sent a video in the Say Radio group where a woman, you know, and you're assessing, you're assessing his financial, his financial things based on what he's doing for you. And Nicole had 
uh, explained that sometimes guys flash. They take you on these elaborate, expensive trips and, and dates <clears throat> and stuff like that, not really having the money. So if we're in a dating process and I know he just took me out, the dinner cost $500, um, and then, you know, you know, this trip cost, you know, $5,000 he took me on. And then I said, oh, my gosh, you know, based on the things I know he just blew money on me with, and I'm saying, oh, I need help with my, my car note. I need help with my mortgage. You're assessing this, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you guys are not really together. You guys are just dating. You're assessing his financial, you know, leverage and freedom based on amount of money he's blown on what you feel is probably frivolous things. Right, and so you ask him, you know, for five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars, and he says, "Oh no, mm-mm, I ain't gonna help you, but I want to take you on this. Um, I want you to take. I'm gonna take you to New York for brunch, and then we're gonna fly back to Chicago um, that time. So it's now. Now you gotta assess, like, okay, you want to take well, me to New York for brunch and then fly back to to Chicago." But I just told you I need help on my mortgage, and your answer was no. So then a woman or a man, you have to assess what kind of person you're with. You got to understand his character. Okay. Assessing is like assuming, and we know about assuming. You cannot assess and assume. You have to have that conversation. You have to talk. You can't assess. Because now when you say assess, that means you're trying to count that person's money. And you can't count my money for me. Because how I spend my money is no how I spend my money. Nigga, hold on. No, no one's saying to count saying, somebody's money. But what no, I'm saying is that say, if this man no, has just told you no, Sandy, but yet he wants to spend extra money assess, on showcasing you, that's a problem. That's, that's that, a you say you are When you say that you are assessing, you're saying Basically, you're counting that person's money because you're saying, well, if he spent this much money on that, he spent that much money on that, then he should have this amount of money to do this for me. That's what you're saying. So when I say, when you say assess, I, I equivalent, assessing is equivalent to counting my money to me. That's the way I look at it. So you can't assess. You just have to have that conversation. And people are not having conversations about finances. They're assessing or assuming or they're counting people's money and thinking that because this person spent this amount of money on this, that they should have this to do for them. And that's not always the case. It's just not. And I've been in that situation before. And let's face it, Miss Sandy. Uh, most mm-hmm. men, their effort is front-loaded. So uh, in the beginning, we're going to spend that money. But as the relationship is, it, it depends on two factors, how much money I got and where the relationship is. If I'm trying to gain your favor and your attention, I might spend that money. But as the relationship gone and there's a commitment more so, I'm not, I don't have to gain your favor. I already have it. I'm not spending thousands and thousands of dollars to gain your right. favor. And so, I already well, I can say we, this. We, what I do, I do agree with the communication. And just because, you know, a person says, you know, you know, let's fly. You don't know he may have uh, like a, a kind of a, a knee-in with American Airlines where he gets free buddy passes and stuff like that so he can take this trip or a free whatever. So he, can, or he may take you to a oh, restaurant that his friend, you know, what his friend owns 
or a hotel that his friend owns. Because, you know, I've been in that situation where I got, you know, I want to fly you out to New York for brunch and fly you back and this and that. Let's say it's his hotel. And his friends, he had friends that owned the hotel, friends that owned the restaurant that we ate at. So, in essence, he may have not have the money. So that's where that, I believe, and I agree with you, Nick, that conversation needs to be assessed. You gotta, ha- you gotta, you gotta, you have to communicate, not assume that he has that money um, to spend. Um, so, candid conversation um, is vital in every step, in every stage of any relationship. I believe um, when you are significantly, exclusively with the person. You know, I believe you guys should work as a team. We should work as a team. There are going to be elements and areas where I'm weak. There's going to be elements where he is weak. Um, and that we communicate so we can help elevate and strengthen those weakened areas so we can be better together. Um, to require someone to fulfill various needs of somebody else's life in the dating process, getting to know process, the fucking process, that's unfair. Uh, those are unfair expectations, um, so we should not have them. That's my belief. So you know, I, you know, you know, communication. What I assess is the key. You know, how can you, how can you desire the pussy or the dick of someone else if you don't know how to talk to the owner? of that pussy or dick. You have to learn how to talk to the owner. You have to learn how to communicate no, you don't. with that owner. Yes, no, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, yes, you don't. Girl. What? Girl. No. <laughs> you have to learn how to communicate. You have if, to learn. You, you, you got At one point, no. you were saying communication. You were saying you have to. When the conversation needs to be had. So you got to learn. So if I desire you, my things, I have to learn how to talk. If I if I desire this man, I'm going to have to learn how to communicate with this man. In order to get fulfilled with the better sexual chemistry or experience from this man, i got to communicate with him. That's conversation. Miss, we got to have the conversation. Miss Sandy. I cannot no. be, I cannot be Let, mute. No. No. Let me, no. Tell you one, let me tell you one thing. Seriously, we are not communicating. We are not. No. We don't me even know each other's favorite color. Women don't either. Women miscommunicating by overcommunicating, yelling and screaming and emasculating men. So we both are really not communicating at all. And a lot of times men are just, hey, I'm only wanting one thing. At the end of the day, yeah, you're cute. Yeah, you may be sharp. Because when it comes down to money, let's face it, women are making more money than men. They're starting more businesses. They have more disposable income. Men are struggling. I know as a financial advisor. The brothers in the in the community are the absolute worst. A brother will mess mm. up the, the finances of a woman. I know this for a fact. And so a lot of times mm. the women are more on it and conscious of the money while the brothers are spending money on rims and tennis shoes. And the sister's trying to build a house, and the brother's trying to get a car in the front lawn. And it's all over the place. As a matter of fact, if you don't believe me, look, check the statistics. The women are making more money on it, building businesses more so than the men, and so they have their stuff more together. When a woman says she don't have any money, she got some somewhere. When a man says he ain't got no money, he bankrupt. That's basically the way mm-hmm. that works. And it's unfortunate, and nobody's really communicating about 
their finances at all. They're not interested in anything except the most immediate needs. It's not building. It's not enough of it. There are people out there who are conscious and sophisticated in their thinking. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, uh, what's happening nowadays is a travesty. And I think it's a lack of communication. Agreed. And I thought, and I thought, well, see, you agree with that. But when I said, you know, I think communication is the key. We have to communicate. You said no, we don't have to communicate. No, so because I don't know because what, you what said we have to on. communicate. No, because you said we have to communicate to have sex. You don't have to say nothing but I want some. Okay, that's that's your communication. Because all you got, all somebody got to say is come over. That's the extent that of the communication, communication to have that, sex. I don't understand. That's still communication. That's, oh, I, not, whether it's limited or whatever, Nick, that is still communication. Until you get the green light, the green flag, otherwise if you did not get the green flag, that is called rape. You still got to communicate, say, yes, I want this. It's still communication. We got to communicate. Okay, yeah, no, I don't that's understand. True. That's uh, the truth. It's a, that's true in its el- el- elementary form. In its elementary form. In its technical form, yeah, you're communicating. But we talking about sophisticated levels. You know, we, uh, I you ain't know, talking about the, yeah. The we're, we're, not talking, we're talking it's about we're, we're talking we're talking about stimulating someone's mind versus just well, getting around. In regards to the question that Dragon Slayer proposed or stated was is a man required to financially support a woman that he's sexually involved with? I may paraphrase that, but my consensus, my consensus as Miss Sandy was no. That's not a, that should not be a requirement for somebody you just enter a sexual relationship with. But I also say communication is vital. Okay, I don't give a damn what stage it is. It is vital, even if it's the green light, red flag, whatever, yellow flag. You're still communicating either, yes, I want this, no, I do not want this. That is communication. Um, uh, when you get and you develop certain feelings and you're feeling a certain war feeling, that requires communication. So you're going to elevate the relationship to another level. There's going to be other expectations that each partner has to assume and they're going to be okay with. That, that takes communication. I'm feeling this way. I know we started off, off off sexually at point, but I don't want to be with anyone else. I had no desire sexually to be with anyone else. I don't have no desire to spend my time with anyone else. I want to be with you. So if that consistency is consensual, you know, yeah, I feel the same way. Now let's elevate this. And if you elevate together, there's going to be other responsibility that comes with that. No, that other responsibility is not going to be like, oh, my gosh, now he wants this from me. Oh, now she – it's going to be like, oh, shit, no problem. I got you. You know, if I got it to give, you got it, and vice versa. Yeah, that's, that's under the premise if there's a clear understanding. So, yeah, that, that is true. But if you ask a person a question and they, their response is, I don't know, is that really communicating? You're not even in touch with your emotions or your thinking or your or <clears throat> how you feel about something. Yeah, they communicated to you, but are you going to stop there? You know, it's just like going out on a date, babe. Where you want to go? I don't know. Where you want to go? I don't know. Where you want to go? I don't know. Where you want to go? So we go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he's communicating. He don't know, but is that satisfying enough? 
No, it's not. And then that's that's the point I think we as individuals have to assess what can what's my reaction to be because this person he doesn't know or she doesn't know. So because you are you know you're in your I don't know phase, and I'd rather be in a more secure phase. Maybe I need to disengage a little bit and figure out what I really want and put myself in a position well, to get more so a bigger percentage of what I really want. Why would you disengage? Why wouldn't you just come up with a decision? So if it's something as simple as where are we going to eat, and babe, I don't have, I don't know, wherever you, wherever you want to go. And you're like, well, I really don't have a taste for anything either. How is that a problem? As a, and why would you say something say, like I mean, that? Well, that we're going back and forth, so I'm going to disengage. Why not? It, it, it sounds like you're quick to disengage <laughs> instead of going over that hurdle and working through whatever that is. And I just said food because that's something simplistic. But that can easily be, you know, a house versus an apartment. Um, that can easily be, you know, anything. So instead of disengaging, when you find Calm someone down. that you actually right feel feel a, a connection with, try to work over that hurdle because in life, no matter who you're with, friends or in a long term relationship, you are going to have those hurdles. Uh, hurdles yeah, are in, inevitable. So yeah, so we always got to find solutions. My disengagement is not a viable solution to disengage. But always look to find solutions. So that's something that I, thank you, uh, Sly. I, I, I received that 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 tidbit to always try to find solutions, solutions. Even if your partner cannot find a solution at that given time, try to search for a solution to execute to get past that that process. Y'all, we got one minute left in the show. This is State Radio Alter Ego Friday. We had um, Dragon Slayer Nicole Sly tuned in tonight. Thank you. Tune in Monday. Stay at radio. We off this bitch. <laughs> Later, family. Later, family. Yeah. Hey. All right. Tell me your mind just said. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topic. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rockin'. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it, 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 just say it,